0: Hello and welcome back to another episode. This is Rabbi Menachem Landa with Chabad of Novato here in beautiful Northern California. It's Friday, Erev, Shabbat, Vayakl, and Pekude, a great Torah portion, actually a very long Torah portion. The weather here is gorgeous. Uh, springtime is almost here. Pesach, Passover, the holiday of freedom, is going to be coming up in just two weeks. And Rosh Chodesh, the new month of Nisan, which means miracles, the month of miracles, will be here on Sunday. So the new moon, it's a fresh beginning as we have, thank God, every month. And I'd love to share with you a thought about um, life, an important thought for being a Jew and for making and doing goodness in this world. So usually, as Jews, we learn from our leaders um, an important term, in Hebrew, that's called zrizin makdimin l'mitzvot, which means those that, that are, I guess, works with alacrity, those that are hustlers in, in mitzvahs, they do it swiftly. They don't lag behind um, to do a mitzvah. They, they rush. They are on fire to do a mitzvah. They rush to do it. They, the word in Hebrew is ziruz. They do it with, a, with urgency. They do it quickly. They do it swiftly. We learned this all the way back from our patriarch, Avraham, Abraham, the first Jew. God gave him a commandment. It was a pretty heavy commandment to bring his son as an akedah, as an offering. Thank God it didn't end up happening, his son Yitzhak. But at the time, we see from the Torah that Avraham acted quickly. He right away saddled the donkey. It says, Vayashkim Abraham ba'boker," That Avraham got up early in the morning to do the deed, to do the, uh, the instruction of God. And we see this with all our leaders, that they act right away. They don't delay, or postpone a commandment of God? We see this by Moshe. We see this by so many of our leaders. Yet, in the beginning of this week's Torah portion, we see something by Moshe, by our leader, the greatest leader. We see something peculiar. We see something different than what we would have expected. And really, we can learn a beautiful lesson from it. So let's delve into it. The name of the Torah portion is Vayakel, which means Moshe assembles the Jewish people. The vayakel comes from the Hebrew word kehilah, which means a congregation or an assembly. And just the color in the story, the color is uh, the Jews in last week's Torah portion um, sinned with the golden calf. What happened is we received the Torah from God, the Ten Commandments at Sinai. And the day after, Moshe says to the Jews, I'm going up to receive the rest of the Torah, not just the Ten Commandments. I'm coming back in 40 days, 40 days, 40 nights. I'll be back with the rest. The Jews panic. Forty days later, they couldn't take it anymore. They thought Moshe is not coming back. They felt leaderless in this barren desert. And they looking, they're looking for a new leader. They're looking for a new God. Heaven forfend. And they build this golden calf. And um, they start worshiping it. Moshe comes down on the 40th day. They realize they're off by a day, but it was a little too late. And Moshe smashes the tablets, punishes the wrongdoers, And uh, goes back up to try to secure the forgiveness of the Jewish people. And finally, he goes up. He comes back down. He tells the Jews, I'm working on it. He goes back up for 40 days and 40 nights. The Jews wait eagerly for the response. And on Yom Kippur 2449, Moshe comes back down the mountain, securing the forgiveness of the Jewish people. That was the first Yom Kippur that was observed which means the Day of Atonement, the Day of Forgiveness, because we were forgiven for uh, the sin of the golden calf originally. Moshe comes down the mountain with a second set of tablets. And that's how we knew we were forgiven, um, which is awesome. That's a very special part of the Torah reading. So in this week's Torah portion, Moshe assembles the Jews. Rashi tells us, the commentary, that when did he assemble them? It was the day after Yom Kippur, the next day. He came down the mountain, it shows them the the tablets, The next day he gathers them and he tells them about the building of the temple, the commandment that he received from God, that to truly get the forgiveness for the sin, they've got to build this home for God in this world. The altar, the sanctuary with the menorah, the table for the challah, obviously the ark, uh, which was the Holy of Holies. They started building that. They started learning how to build it with the commandments from God to, to Moses' at Sinai, and now the commandment Moshe conveying it over to the Jews the day after Yom Kippur. And they built it for a few months, and actually Rosh Chodesh Nisan, which we celebrate this coming Sunday, is the day of the great, the grand opening, the, the, the inauguration of the temple, of the sanctuary. So that's the story. So now what's odd is Moshe comes down the mountain, All the Jews were waiting for him. They couldn't wait to see Moshe again and find out and and secure the forgiveness of God. So on Yom Kippur itself, Moshe comes down the mountain with the tablets. All the Jews are there wanting to hear what was it like? Like what happened? That would have been the perfect time every single Jew man, woman, child, was there around the mountain waiting eagerly for the opening words of Moshe coming down the mountain. That would have been, friends, the perfect time for Moshe to tell them and convey what God told him in the heavens, which was to build the temple, to build a sanctuary. But yet Rashi, the commentary, quotes from the Midrash, the Talmud, that he actually waited till the next day to gather them and to tell them the commandment of building the temple. So the obvious question is, wait a minute, you would think Moshe would have been so quick in teaching us the commandment of God. Like I said before, zrizin do it with swiftness, with haste to get the job done right away. Tell us right away. This would have been the golden opportunity because we were all eager to hear what does God want? What is God saying? They were all there present. You didn't have to put up any posts, any notices in the post in the USPS or on Twitter because it was all right there in front of them. Moshe's there and the Jews were all there. Perfect time. And yet Moshe waits to tomorrow. What's, why did he wait and what lesson can we learn? The answer is that the Jews, their excitement on that day of Yom Kippur, Moshe coming down, was extreme. The excitement of seeing the tablets and looking into the Torah for the first time to understand what God wants from them, to understand the Word of God, That was an awesome moment. They were now discovering what makes them a people. They were discovering the heart of all of it, which was the Torah, the pulse that gets us to beat. And at that time, when Moshe saw us so excited on fire in learning about the Torah, opening it up and seeing it for the first time up close, Moshe realized it's not the appropriate time to tell them about anything else. No matter how lofty and great and how, appropriate, how how perfect it seems like of a time, because everyone's there and eager to listen. I could have right away told them to build, let's start building a temple. But no, Moshe realized the focus now has to be on the Torah. Don't dampen their excitement of the Torah and tell them about something else. Right now, they're so curious in learning the Torah. Give it to them now. That's what's the, uh, at hand. And tomorrow, I'll gather them and teach them about the commandment to build a temple. So really, we have a beautiful lesson here, friends. lesson for us is that we have many uh, in our community and around the world, of course, many of us, we're focused on doing so much good in the world and making a difference, helping others. In the words of uh, the Torah and especially in the words of Chassidus, it's to make a dira betachtonim, to make a home for God in this world. That's our job, to make a temple, to make a personal temple, to make our homes and our surrounding, our neighborhoods, our community, Welcoming to God, a home for God. And that's very holy. Permeating this world with spiritual energy and imbuing our surroundings with a sense of the divine. What could be better? So that's awesome. But you have to realize that you can't let that take away or exchange that for your times that you're supposed to be learning Torah. So a person may say, I'm not really the studious type. I'm just going to be involved in... Helping others. That's beautiful to help others, but you also need to designate time for, your, for you to be learning Torah. Moshe realized that how important as it is to build a temple for God, but not to take away from the actual learning, from the actual curiosity that we each have to understand what is Torah, what, what, what is demanded of us, what is the word of God that is speaking to my heart. Moshe waited because right now the focus was to be on the study of Torah. And we all have to know for ourselves that there is, of course, the time for us to be involved in making a difference to making this world the, the garden, the home for God. But that can't take away, you can't exchange that in for the time that we each need to designate to actually study Torah, to actually take time to, to open a book and immerse ourselves in study. It may be smaller of a time if that's not really... Um, your main focus, and your main focus is involved in helping others. That's beautiful. Avat Yisrael, love of others, is an important mitzvah. But you do need to designate time. And on the other hand, the Rebbe concludes with another beautiful lesson. For those that think I'm more the studious type and I just want to be involved in study, at the same time, you also have to realize... That the day after Moshe didn't just let them sit and study. The day after he told them, you got to start building a temple. That it's not important just to be involved in this in the text. You have to be able to apply it. You have to be able to imbue yourself and the others with making that home for God, with making that divine um, kiss the earth, with making heavens uh, merge with earth. And um, the day after was building of the temple. And also us, we have to realize that we start with learning our Torah, but then we got to go out in the world and make a difference, whether whether it's in the workplace whether it's at home or whether it's on the streets, making and imbuing ourselves and those around us with that Torah sense and making it practical, bringing it into uh, the world and making our world a place for God. Shabbat Shalom. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Give me your feedback. would love to hear. You can email me, rabbiatjewishnovato.com. Uh, send me a text. We'd love to hear your feedback. Shabbat Shalom for now.